Hey, hey, Million Dollar Agents, it's Sandra again, and welcome to episode 42. Wow, it's been so long since I've done a podcast, I had to go back and check the numbers. So we're up to episode 42, and we've come out of a month of short weeks, so there was pretty much a public holiday every single week for the last four weeks. Podcasting was a luxury that was just not going to happen for me, And but we're here, we're back into the five-day work week normally trying to fit seven days into five, had to fit seven days into four, didn't really work so well. Anyway, episode 42 is all about why you need to keep your emails short and sweet and punchy and you need to follow an email etiquette so that you don't send out things that are not going to stick and you're not going to get a response or you're not going to get a result. So it's funny with emailing really because the better the relationship you have with someone, the shorter the emails tend to be. And isn't that the truth? So, you know, if I'm sending my husband an, a document, all I'll say to him is attached. You know, I'm not sending him a love letter over the emails. I'm just sending him what he needs and he gets it. But if you're trying to win business, if you're emailing somebody for the first time, your emails are going to be a lot longer. But look, there's protocols you need to follow. I had an email last week from a fellow who was trying to win business from me. The email was the Encyclopedia Britannica. I didn't even get through it. Hence, we have not done business. We have not done a deal because I don't know what he's trying to say to me. It was just far too long. And time is money. The The people you're dealing with, particularly in commercial real estate, are very time poor. They don't have time to read through long-winded emails. They don't want to read stories about what happened in the office or what you got up to on the weekend. They don't have time for that. You know, save that for the water cooler. It's not something that you should be putting in your emails anyway. We have an agenda when we're sending an email. You're usually sending out a call to action or you're sending information. Emails can be four different types, really. There's transactional emails where somebody's done something and you're giving them some information about that. Um, There's connection emails where you might be your first point of contact and you're reaching out to somebody. Um, Informative emails where somebody needs something from you, information, and you're sending them documentation. And then there's your mass mass mail out, which is your, it's kind of like your spam emails where you still want to get people's attention, but you're sending it to a lot of the people at once. So you just got to make sure that the way you structure those emails, people aren't going to unsubscribe from your email list. You do not want that. So how do you stop people unsubscribing? You have to value add in your emails. If you're mass emailing somebody, you want to put in information that they think, oh, I'm going to stay on that mail list because I really got something out of that. It might be market information. It might be um, I don't know, it could be, you know, share information. It could be, depending on your industry, you want to put something that's relevant to your industry, that's topical, that is going to keep people on the hook so that they might not be wanting to buy a property at that very moment in time. They may simply be prowling the market, but if you're bombarding them too much and you're not giving them anything other than advertising something that you have, then they're going to unsubscribe. So you need to Get out of the habit of just advertising stuff when you're doing those mass mail outs. Now, I got told this week by one of my listeners that I repeated myself far too much in my last podcast. So I'm being very mindful not to say the same thing twice. 
<laughs> you. So hi, Phil. Thank you for your feedback. Really appreciate it. So let's talk about email etiquette. So aside from keeping it short, like a good podcast should be, there are eight email rules according to Forbes. So I'm not making this stuff up. This is actual, this is actual etiquette rules for emailing. Now, the first one is the format, the messy format. You must not have a messy format. There must be some structure to the email so it's not jumping all over the place. And they're really, like the other email I received, they're really not sure what your agenda is and what you're trying to say. So you have to make sure that the format flows and that the first paragraph explains exactly why you're emailing them. So this requires somewhat a fairly good level of communication skills where you're wording your paragraphs in such a way that they make sense. You're not using more sentences than you need to. Now you should get better with this over time. So it does take a bit of practice. And in law school, they actually have a subject where you're writing terms and conditions for contracts in such a precise and direct way that you haven't written an essay about it and they're short and sweet but they actually make sense and that's the way you should approach your emails too. So you want to say what you need to say in the shortest amount of words so it's very clear and this takes practice. Now the second rule is to have the subject line as a call to action. Now that's really a fantastic way to get somebody's attention. If you've put in the email, hi John, and nothing else, John has no idea what that email is about and he's not going to open it until he's got time to open it. But if you put in brackets, John, response needed urgently regarding meeting tomorrow, John is going to open the email to see what he needs to respond to in regards to the meeting tomorrow. So your emails shouldn't be a secret. They shouldn't be a mystery package for people to open. The best way into somebody's time space is through the subject line. Don't waste it. Do not waste it. Use emojis. Use whatever you've got to do to get people's attention. And they will look at your emails first because everybody's getting bombarded with emails day in, day out, thousands of them. So you want to be the one that catches their eye and they're going to open it and you're going to get a quick response. That's what we're after, isn't it? We're all sitting there waiting for someone to respond. Why are they not responding? You haven't put anything in the subject line. That's it. Put your hand up in the subject line. Okay, so etiquette rule number three is stick to the email thread, which means that don't Every time you're talking about the same topic, create a fresh email from scratch. Reply and keep the thread going because what it hap- what happens is when you want to find out what's going on or you, you've asked somebody something and it's been a week and there's a new completely fresh email, they can't go through the thread and find out the information to see where they're up to because they've probably got a million things going on. So you want to keep the thread in play so that the information is at their fingertips and you will get a response faster because they don't have to go hunting around or do a search to find out where you're at. So it's really important to keep all the email threads together and not, you know, for one particular topic, start 50 new emails. Just don't do that. Create some more work for yourself too. Just reply and leave the thread going. 
So rule number four is make the main point of your email, the reason why you're emailing them, the first paragraph of the email. Don't start off with the stories and end up writing a big long Encyclopedia Britannica and have the main question or the main point of action that you need done at the bottom of the email because there's a good chance, like the email I had last week, they don't even get to it. You want to make sure it's the very first thing they read. So that's so important to get the results you want. Put it first. Put it in the first line. Dear John, just confirming our meeting tomorrow. Can you please bring the five documents that I emailed you last week with you, print them out, and I will see you tomorrow. By the way, then you can talk about something else. If you write, hi, John, how was your weekend? Oh, mine was fabulous. I went jet skiing with the kids and I did this and I did that, alphabet, blah, 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 and then write the second paragraph about guess what happened in the office today. Oh, my God, somebody fell out down the stairs. And then go, oh, by the way, in the meeting tomorrow, John didn't even read that bit. He didn't even get that far because the phone rang and he was off doing something else. So make sure the main point for emailing John is the very first thing you say because the chances are he's going to read that, respond, and he won't even get to the bit about the jet ski, but who cares because you didn't really care when you wrote it. So, yeah, make sure it's the first point. Now, rule number five is if somebody sends you an email and it is something you need to respond to and they haven't followed these etiquette rules and they've sent you a messy format and it's all over the shop and you've got the points of the email that are at the bottom, but you know you've got to do something about it and you're very confused, do not be frightened to re-summarize what that person has said to you because you both need to be able to communicate. That person needs to be a bit more practice, but you need to be able to write back and say, okay, I got your email. I just want to summarize some bullet points. Is this what you meant? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And send it back to them so that everyone's on the same page and you know, if there's points that you have misunderstood because of their lack of communication, then it's going to be all solved. And you can, so never be afraid to write back and say, just want to clarify, send me back a summary. Is this what you meant? Because no one's ever going to go, how dare you pick apart my email? Because they're going to know it was a dog's breakfast anyway. So they'll probably be grateful that someone took the time because they were too busy to, they've just like, got it out of their head and sent it to you and they've never didn't have a chance to fix it and you've done it so don't be afraid to do that that's rule number five rule number six and I love 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 this one because I do it all the time is always hyperlink wherever you can now this means you put a link to the address google maps is my best friend so if you type in an address for a property In Google, it will come up with the address. It'll come up with a photo of the property. It'll come up with the map. It'll come up with like a link to how to get there. So if you're going to meet somebody, all you got to do is type in the address in Google and put the hyperlink of the address into your email and you've made it idiot proof for anybody to be able to get there. So hyperlink your heart out. If you're talking about a project and it's got its own landing page or web page or whatever, you can put a link to that. If you're talking about, oh, you should see this new shopping center that's coming out of the ground, there's space there, you should rent, put a link to the property manager's page where they're showing all the tenants and that's so easy to do. Hyperlink your heart out wherever you can, wherever there's an opportunity. It does one of two things. It makes you look super efficient and makes you look like you go above and beyond. The second thing is it makes sure that the information you're providing them is correct because if you just type in the website and you don't hyperlink it, there's a chance you're going to make an error. 
So if you go to the website and copy it, you're not going to get the, the website address wrong when you type it out and put it into your email. The hyperlink is going to be correct because you've already been there. You copied it from the website. Really simple, really effective. So go the hyperlink. Okay, so rule number seven is set your default reply, which you can do in your settings. If you use Google emails, Gmails, whatever, you can go to your settings and you can change the default reply to reply not all. Because if it's not set to that, there's a good chance when you reply, everybody that's included in that email link will get the response and you may not always want that. You need to be able to choose reply all, not have it default to reply all because things can get really awkward when you send emails or forward emails or do something with your emails that go to people you don't want them to go to. So you've got to double check that. You've got to make sure, you know, it's set to that because it could be automatically replying to all and you don't even know that. It's a first world problem, people, but seriously, it's not a problem you want to have. And the eighth golden rule for email etiquette is change your undo sent to 30 seconds. You may not even be aware of these settings, but you can undo send on your emails when you send them. Most emails will allow you to do this and you want it to be a 30 second undo because by the time you realized that you've said the wrong thing, or you haven't included something, or there's a massive spelling mistake in it and you're going to look like an idiot, it's going to be too late if you're on a three-second, five-second, ten-second undo sent. Make sure your undo sent is 30 seconds because particularly if you've only had one coffee instead of six that you normally have, you're going to need that 30 seconds to get that email intercepted. So, yeah, always have a 30-second undo. Yeah, so that, that's it. That's the eight golden email etiquette rules by Forbes. Not by me, by Forbes. I'm not claiming to make this stuff up. I just find the stuff I really like. And this stuff works. So what are they? Make sure you don't have a messy format. Have a plan. Make sure your call to action is in your subject line. Don't upset the thread. Keep to your thread. Make sure the main point of your email is in the first paragraph. Make sure that you re-summarize someone who has sent you the Encyclopedia Britannica. If you really, if it's something that needs to be addressed, send it back to them in something that you can both understand. Hyperlink your heart out. Make sure you put hyperlinks to everything that's going to be relevant in that email because it's going to help them and it's going to make you look efficient. Set your default reply to just reply and not to reply all. And finally... Change your undo sent to 30 seconds instead of anything less than that. You need 30 seconds as that uh, buffer zone. So that's it. Email etiquette. Keep your emails short and sweet and make sure that they're following the golden rules. And that's, that's it. That's a wrap. My name's Sandra Carter. I'm a commercial real estate agent. You can find me on TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under Sandra Carter Commercial Agent. My hashtag is Selling with Sandra. If you follow that or if you just Google that, you'll see all of my blogs, all of my materials, all of my posts. So have a good day. And until next time, keep selling hard. Make sure your emails are on point and smash that glass ceiling.